Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. I am your host, Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl, and every single week I come here to help you make happiness your permanent default setting. I believe that your level of happiness is going to be one of the most life-altering things you choose to have every single day. And it isn't about choosing to be a perfect little happy robot. It is about choosing a happy life, regardless of what challenges you have to face. So choose happiness today and unleash your inner contagiously positive tomorrow. Let's begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to dive right in because I always want to respect your time. As we know, we would love to be able to stretch time. And one way to stretch time is to just get right to the point. So that's what I'm going to do today. Today, I want to share a personal story with you about some anxiety I've been feeling. And then I'm going to end it by sharing a an exercise with you. It's called grounding. And I share this in my nine-week digital coaching course, Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. If you want more information on this, head over to contagiouslypositive.ca forward slash unleash your inner contagiously positive. And uh, it's full of tools like this to help you unleash your inner contagiously positive to get into the habit of making happiness your permanent default setting and learning tools to recalibrate when you get off track because it's not if we're going to get off track, it is when because we are human beings and life happens. So today, let's get into the story. 95% of the time, I'm telling you, I'm incredibly happy. Like there's this really... I have all of these really great moments in my life and I, and I turn to the tools and I work the work and I have a gratitude practice and I move my body and I eat healthy and I am able to pivot my thoughts and, and, and reframe when I need to reframe and I'm able to hear my inner guide. Like all of this stuff seems to flow. And then because I'm a human being, there is this 5% that sneaks its way in. And even though I know it's normal to have these contrasting emotions because we need these contrasting emotions in order to evolve and to grow and to learn and to change and to just become who we really want to become, I still find it incredibly frustrating when I'm in it. When I'm out of it, I can see all the lessons and I can see the growth and I can see where I need to shift. But when I'm right in it, I'm frustrated and I get down on myself and I don't understand why I'm there. And that's just a part of the human being experience, right? So lately, I've been feeling anxiety want to creep into my life. And last week, quite a few, about five nights ago, I dreamt of a, a tidal wave, a tsunami hitting my home. Like not the home that I'm living in, just where I was in my dream. And I escaped the tsunami and I could actually see myself watching the tsunami and hit and just destroy this place that I'm in and just looking out this high rise and seeing all the waves just destroy this. And I had this dream that night, not once, but twice. And it was really, it, 
it felt incredibly real. I could feel myself running. I could see everything so vividly. Just like the entire experience felt so real. So as you know, when a dream like this feels incredibly real, you wake up still feeling like you're in it. So I woke up that day, that morning and I was feeling emotional and I was feeling scared and I was still a little breathless, I think because I had been experiencing the experience of my in the dream of of running and at one point I was swimming and so I was just feeling a little breathless because it was so it was so real and it was really early in the morning and my husband was still asleep so I just I got up and I let the dog out and I was feeding the dog and I just couldn't relax so I said you know what I'm gonna get dressed I'm gonna put on my runners and I'm gonna take my dog Axel for a jog running's not really my jam I'm not a runner. I'm not good at it. Well, I shouldn't say I'm not good at it. I don't enjoy it. So I've never actually um, trained to be a runner. But when I have negative emotions, and I'm not sure why, and I need to release them, and I'm struggling to release them, and I just need to have the release, I move. And I move hard. The more frustrated I'm feeling, the more anxiety I'm feeling, like the harder I push myself. Because for me, what really works is it, it really helps me to have the physical release to any emotions that I'm holding onto in my body. As you've heard me say over and over again, there is no separation between our mind and our body, which is why the physical part is so powerful to me. Physically releasing it, becoming physically exhausted, helps to move all of that emotional energy that I'm holding on to in my body. So every single painful step that I took, you know, my calves were burning, I was sweating, my lungs were screaming at me like, give me air, I can't do this. I could feel the anxiety that I woke up with slowly dissipate. And then I also like, of course, if again, if you follow me on social media, you've seen many pictures of my beautiful dog, Axel. And he was enjoying every single minute of it because he's a two-year-old lab pup and he has energy to burn and he just loves to be with his Hugh mom and he was loves to be outside and his joyful energy was also making me feel better and because it was such a beautiful morning my my neighbors were out and I live in a really small town so you seem you get to know everybody and when you have a dog everybody knows you as well and everybody was in a good mood and again that was boosting my energy so it was all this really really amazing process and I got home and I was feeling better I was feeling better. There was still stuff there, but I was feeling better and I was sweaty and I was tired and I was like, okay, I want to learn about this dream. I just felt like my inner guide was just telling me because I still didn't know what or why I was feeling this, this, these emotions, these negative emotions for lack of a better word. So I went to Google, went to my trusted Google. Yes, I Googled it to find the meaning of my dream. And so I Googled it, dreaming of a tidal wave, dreaming of a tsunami, what does it mean? And I was blown away. It said, just really quickly, it said a bunch of stuff, but the stuff that resonated with me was seeing or observing a tidal wave without being in the situation means, like in real life, means that you are experiencing unhappiness and emotional instability in your waking life. Hmm. Okay. Well, 
I thought, well, I don't feel like I have anything unhappy to be unhappy about. I don't feel like there's any reason for me to have emotional instability. So what should I do? So anytime I need to release something, I go to my journal. I don't know why, it just helps me process my feelings. I write it all out. Sometimes it doesn't happen right away, um, but then there are times when I get the answer instantly as I'm writing it. So I sat with my journal and on the top of the page, I just wrote the question. Where are you experiencing unhappiness and emotional instability in your life? So for you, here's a little, here's a little coaching tip for you. If you're feeling something right now and you're not sure why you're feeling it and you're not even sure how to put words to the emotions that you're feeling, just write that question on the top of the page. Why am I feeling what I'm feeling? Why am I experiencing unhappiness? Why haven't I been sleeping very well? Why do I feel restless? Why do I feel unfulfilled? Write that on the top of the page. And then just let yourself free write. So I started to free write and the pen just started to flow and I wrote, um, I'm gonna pull out my journal here so that I can actually, I wanna actually express to you what I really wrote. So I wrote, my life is so full of joy, but I'm feeling unhappiness that I'm struggling with clarity in my business right now. And so then I thought to myself, okay, well, that's a normal part of being an entrepreneur, being a woman, being a human being, a human being, human beings, human being. And then I wrote, what else? So I wrote, my life is so full of joy, but I'm feeling unhappiness that I'm not where I want to be yet with regards to my life slash my business slash health goals. So when I sat back again and I thought to myself, okay, well, Laurieann, that's normal when you want something, but just remember that just because it isn't coming on your timeline, hello, Mrs. I'm impatient, it doesn't mean that it's not coming. Okay, so then I wrote, what else? I always ask what else when I'm processing because, well, I think it's because I spent so much time in therapy when I was a young girl. Um, I had developed an eating disorder, disordered eating when I was really young. So I spent a lot of time in a therapist's office and every time I would end with one thing, the therapist would always ask, what else? And even though it was really frustrating, it really worked because it helped me to make sure that I was saying everything that needed to be said. And when there was nothing else, there was just nothing else. So I do this now in my own life. Um, and I do this with my clients and my coaching practice as well. What else? Just to make sure that we're not skipping to the next thing and there's still more things to be pulled out. So I asked what else and there, wa there was a couple other things. So I wrote again, my life is so full of joy, but I am feeling unhappiness with my current geographical location. I wrote that. And so one more time I thought, okay, again, this is normal. You've been commuting into the city a lot more often these days. You don't really like driving. So you're feeling like life would be better if you lived closer to the city. These are the thoughts that are going in my, my mind after I wrote what I wrote. And the thing that I, that really helped me was saying to myself after I wrote it out, this is normal because here's what's happening. Here's the reality of what you're in right now. 
even though you're a happy person and even though you're you're grateful and even though you appreciate your life and even though you have all of these amazing blessings in your life here are the things that are not working for you right now and you're having a totally normal human being experience emotional experience to that so doing that gets me out of that, the shame or the guilt or the blaming or the, you know, just getting down on myself for feeling, having human being, human emotions, all right? That's the, that's really like the coolest note of that, why I think that's so important to always just say to ourselves, this is normal because this is the reality that you're in and this isn't working for you. So after I wrote all this, what happened was, is I put myself back in the driver's seat of my life. I put myself back in the driver's seat of my life, of my thoughts, and of my emotions. So my next question that I wrote on the other page was, what are you going to do about it? And I wrote that question. And instantly I felt, well, right now, I'm not going to do absolutely nothing. And I just continued writing and I said, I, I am not going to quit contagiously positive just because I don't have clarity and I don't feel like I, and, and I feel like I'm never going to know what to do again. And then I wrote, I'm not going to give up on my life slash business goals just because I'm impatient. And I'm not going to rush out and move just because I've had a couple weeks of commuting. And then I wrote, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? My life, my choice, my decisions, my choice. It is my choice to stay in that feeling of anxiety. It is my choice to stay in that emotional instability that I was feeling. It is my choice to do whatever I'm going to do next. What am I going to do? And I didn't have the answer right away, but now since asking that question, things have been flowing a little bit easier for me. And the answer is simple. I'm going to just keep working the work. I'm going to keep doing this work. I'm going to keep feeling what I need to feel. I'm going to keep writing in my journal. I'm going to keep expressing gratitude. I'm going to keep showing up at Contagiously Positive and taking aligned action. I'm going to work. Like actually, not just the inner work, but the external work that I do here. I'm going to show up for this podcast and I'm going to trust that the clarity will come because I'm taking daily aligned action. I'm doing the inner work and I'm doing the outer work. And I can trust in this because it always becomes clear. Eventually, it always becomes clear. But it doesn't become clear when I'm not taking action and I just give up. And it usually becomes clear when I'm ready. Sometimes it's just because the answers aren't coming because I'm not ready to hear them. And another thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to just keep working towards my goals because honestly, for all I know, I might be so close. Have you ever seen one of those images online where it shows someone digging for gold and they turn around and they had like one more dig left to get to the gold? I don't want that to happen. So I'm just going to take that one extra little push until I get there because I know I'm going to get there because my goals that I've set are so infused 
with my desires. Like I really want these things. I want them for myself. I want them for my family. I want them for my husband. Like I want these things for all of you. Like a lot of the goals that I set are for contagiously positive and don't actually have anything to do with me. So I just remind myself that this isn't about me. Keep pushing because if you give up, someone is not going to get that thing that they really need and they, that only you can provide. So I just have been going within and continuously asking myself, what am I going to do? And I can feel my anxiety going down. And I've been having honest and open conversations also about whether or not, you know, my husband and I would be happier if we lived closer to the city and see, and, and we've been talking about, well, what does that look and feel like instead of just like packing up and moving and telling my husband, I hate where we live. Well, that's not true. I love my home. I love where we live, but is it serving us? And you know what it is, it is serving us. So anyway, I'm getting off track, but so when I checked in, a few days ago, I was like, how does my anxiety feel on a scale of one to 10? Now that I've done some inner reflection, now that I've been releasing the negativity by moving with physical exercise, because I've been doing that every single day for the past few days, just to make sure that I'm physically also releasing it. And I love the physical fatigue because it, I find when my body is tired, my mind is activated. It makes no sense. It just works for me. And I'm happy to say my anxiety now is at a one. And I know I make this sound really simple and I really believe it's simple, but it isn't always easy. Going the, through the process of feeling it all really takes me on an emotional roller coaster. But once I take that entire ride, once I take that journey, I can get off and I can be on stable ground again. And I'm going to repeat myself over and over and over and over and over again, like a broken record. We need to feel it to heal it. Because you can try to ignore the anxiety. You can try to ignore the sadness or the unhappiness or the nightmares or the restless sleeps. But what happens is you just end up with more of what you're resisting. What we resist persists. So you just end up with more anxiety, more sadness, more unhappiness, more nightmares, more restless sleeps until you go within and say to yourself, where where am I experiencing unhappiness and emotional instability in my life? And that question is whatever it is that you're feeling. And then what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? What can I do about it? What can I do in this moment to feel it and heal it? And what are the actual action steps that I can take right now so that I just keep going? So that I just keep going because that's what it's really all about. You're not going to have, you're not going to be perfect in every single moment. You're going to have negative days. You're going to have negative emotions. You're going to experience contrasting emotions to how you actually want to feel. That's just life. I wouldn't know pure joy without these other contrasting emotions. Now, I'm not saying that you should just always expect to feel like crap, no, and take up permanent residence there, no. I'm saying prepare yourself for it. Get yourself the tools that you need that work for you. Speak to someone, whatever it might be, so that you can feel them and work 
through them. All I'm teaching here every single week is figure out a way, learn the tools, practice the tools, do the daily work, try it out even if it seems woo-woo, whatever it is, so that you don't take up permanent residence in the unhappiness, in the pain, in the feeling of unfulfillment, in the, in the sadness, in the anger, in the frustration, in the, in, in the impatience even. I want you to be able to make happiness your permanent default setting. And what I mean by that is when someone changes the channel or when the channel gets changed, you have those default settings already programmed so that you can recalibrate and go back to your permanent default settings of feeling the way that you want to feel. So if you see yourself in my story today, I really hope this serves you just to know and just to trust and just to believe and just to take some comfort in knowing that you're not alone. You are not alone. We are, we are human beings who are living separate lives, but we're also super connected. And I can guarantee that my story sounds like your story. How often have you ever read a book or watched a show or listened to a podcast or worked with a coach or whatever it is and you've they've shared their story and you were like, oh my God, I could have written that. That is my story word for word. You're not alone, even though you think that you're alone. So before I end, I want to share with you a grounding exercise that will really help you get back to the present moment. So when we're feeling disconnected, whether that's from ourselves or it's from the world around us or from or we're disconnected from our goals or our dreams or people, a really good tool and a good way to come back to the present moment is to ground ourselves to actually something tangible. So the grounding is to ground yourself to something that you can smell, touch, hear, see, and feel. And it's, the technique is actually called grounding. I didn't make it up. I don't know who made it up, but there it is. It's called grounding. So grounding is a, is a tool that I've used often to help me release stress, to help me release worry, to help me move through anxiety and really connect me back to my present mind and body. So if that pounding the pavement physical exercise doesn't work for you and you're more someone who wants to do something a little bit more gentler, I highly recommend this. I'm going to take you through the process, okay? So step one is you begin by randomly just looking around your environment. Just look around. You're going to take deep breaths in and out and just continue to breathe deeply through the entire process actually. But just starting out, I want you to take those big deep breaths like right into your lungs and just feel your lungs expand. And I want you to do that for about 30 seconds. And then after that, you can go back to your just normal breathing patterns or you can continue on with the big deep breaths if that feels really good for you. So then you're going to look for something in your environment that you can touch. I want you to grab it. I want you to touch it, whether it's a floor or there's an object. I want you to just grab something that you can touch. What does it feel like? I want you to think about how it feels and focus on entirely on only that, on only what this object feels like 
for 30 seconds, okay? And only focus on that. After 30 seconds, you're gonna put that object down, stop touching it, and we're gonna shift our focus to now something that you can smell. So smell around your environment, like stay in your space. You wanna stay grounded, stay in that space, and then just see if you can pick out a smell, preferably something good, <laughs> preferably something good. Okay, once you have it, does it smell good? Does it bring up any memories or emotions? And I want you to take a moment and I want you to focus on only smelling that one thing and just continue to smell it and let whatever comes in, comes in and just experience that smelling. Now do that for 30 seconds. Now, focus on something you can hear. Can you pick out just one sound? What is that sound? Focus on that sound. Every time you feel yourself veer off into another sound, come back to that one sound. How does the sound make you feel? Can you drown out all the other sounds and only focus on that one sound? Does it bring up any memories or emotions? And just spend 30 seconds focusing on that one thing that you can hear and try to only hear that one thing. And you're gonna to continue to follow these steps, breathing deeply in and out, until you begin to feel yourself come back to a calm and present state until your nervous system levels out. And then you're gonna check in. How am I feeling? On a scale of one to 10, one being, you know, maybe if you were feeling anxiety, one feeling pretty calm, and 10 being high alert anxiety, how do you feel now? If you're still really high, go back again. Deep breaths, touch, 30 seconds, smell, 30 seconds, hear, 30 seconds, and now check in again, how am I feeling? Deep breaths and constantly shifting your focus onto the present moment, to the touch, to the smell, to the hear. And just continue doing this until you're at a level that is manageable for you so that you can process, so that you can feel it, so you can heal it, so you can learn from it, so you can grow from it, so you can change from it, you can move on from it, whatever it is that you need to do and just let the process go through you, all right? So there we go, everybody. As always, be happy, be healthy, and of course, be contagiously positive. If you liked this episode, if you're enjoying this podcast, help me make it contagiously positive by reviewing, by commenting, by sharing, and by just putting it out into the world. I would be forever grateful. Together, we can make unleashing your inner contagiously positive contagious.